listeners, uh, welcome to episode two. We'll, today we'll be talking about Macallan 12. It is a Highland Scotch whiskey, single malt. Um, I'm joined today by my good friend Rusty. Um, Danny is actually out in the motherland in Korea, Seoul, South Korea. Um, Lucky. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so he will be back stateside in a couple of weeks, but it's been kind of hard to reach him and communicate with him just because it's uh, the time zone is kind of crazy over there. But uh, before we start, I just want to let you guys know, uh, Frank and Rusty, uh, those are the pseudonyms that we've been going by um, in the past podcast. But actually, uh, those are not our real names, hence pseudonym. Um, so my name is actually Jintae, uh, and Rusty is actually Brian. Um, the reason why we went by pseudonyms is just because we didn't know what the podcast was going to be like. We just didn't know um, how it was going to turn out. So uh, we decided to go by our real names when Brian decided to say, fuck it, I ain't got shit to hide. And I said, I agree. I concur with that statement. So with that being yeah, said... There's uh, no point. Yeah, there's no point. Um, so with that being <laughs> said, further... On with this podcast, we'll go ahead and just go by our real names: Jinte, Brian, and Danny. Cool. Cool. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 Um. <laughs> so. Wait. So, what's the weather like in Korea, anyways? Is it like? Because in Hong, Hong Kong, it's like super humid in the summer. Oh yeah. So is Korea the same? Yeah. For those who have never been there. Yeah, yeah. Korea, like during the time during the months of like May and June. Fucking weather is beautiful as shit, but once it hits like mid June to July, August, September, fucker, fucker is hard as shit. Sorry, fucker is hard as shit. Fucker is hard as shit. You know, humid as fuck as well. Um, mm. It's it's fucking gross. Like I remember when I went to Korea, uh, back in like 2010, 2011, I would walk out, like having fully showered, having fully dressed and everything, like feel like fucking smelling fresh and clean. I'd walk out, and I would start sweating on demand. Just like, never. Like, oh. it was fucking gross. <laughs> like, I smelled funky all day because, like, the humidity is just too high. It's just, it's fucking dense, dude. Um, and I, that sucks. And I know what Beijing is like because I went there in, like, 2012, 13, I want to say, um, for a father-son yeah. trip that I had with my pops. And it was the same situation. Like, when, when we went to the hostel um, to take our to rest our heads for the night my pillow was just wet because it was just so humid in Beijing oh yeah it's fucking gross so young is yeah but aren't you blasting the AC it's a hostel dude it was like $15 oh, a night oh yeah hostel sorry yeah it's, it's <laughs> like $15 a night you know my dad was like let's go from the lowest low to the highest of highs so we went from like a hostel to like a four star hotel in China and I was I was not having a good time like I had a good time in terms of like tourism but like for creature comforts I was not happy <laughs> spoiled a little I bit spoiled I'm a spoiled bitch but um no, when, when I went to Hong Kong I had to do it was for one of my boys weddings and it was September it was freaking hot humid and the church had no AC and I'm in like full on suit just standing there like sweating my ass off so I, 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 can, I can imagine how bad Korea was then too <laughs> yeah I'm surprised you didn't pass out though cause like in a full suit and all well, that the, good shit there was a breeze thankfully but yeah it, it was freaking hot some fucked up shit but anyway <laughs> that's where Danny is right now he's in Seoul, South Korea 
living it up. Nice. Um, kind of interested to see what his parents have said. Because um, before he left to go to Korea, he got a tattoo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I forget which arm it was. I really want to say it was the left arm, but I think it was the right yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he got uh, a tattoo. That thing, that thing is huge. Yeah. It was fucking huge, yeah. It was ridiculous. But he got a tattoo. His parents were, like, super traditional Koreans. So, like, I just want to see... I want to have that conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Danny, uh, how did that go with your mom and pops? Like, how did they take that shit? Because, you know, his dad is super old-school Korean, and so is his mom, so... He's going to get beat. <laughs> his parents going to beat him. I mean, the dude is fucking 28, 27 years old. I don't know if he's going to get a beating anymore, but... Who knows? He might just get bent over and spanked, you know? I don't know. The, par- the parents will pull the guilt trip. <laughs> the guilt card. The we guilt. raise you this way. Why would you defile your body in this manner? Hey, um, do you have any tattoos? I think you have tattoos, yeah? Yeah. I have two. Nice. I kind of want a third, but I, I don't know what I want to do yet. And a guy that I go to in Boston, locally around here, he actually... He does a lot of the local celebrities, so mm-hmm. the, like David Ortiz has been there. Um, oh, nice. And he, he got it specifically from this guy, so he's, he's actually really good. Uh, if you're in the Boston area and you want to get one, I think the place is called uh, Timeless Inc. It's in Everett. Uh, it's like right off 93. It's not that far, but uh, they're really good. But you have to set the appointment early. He's The guy is like booked solid for a long time. So if you do want to go there, you might have to wait at least three, maybe four months before you can even go see anybody. Interesting. Ooh. Well, I do. I definitely do want a tattoo at some point in my life. Uh, I know uh, Danny and I were talking about getting like brotherhood tattoos, um, mm. just because we've been we've been friends since like high school and shit. Um, but gay. <laughs> yeah, it's so gay. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, at the same time, you know, we've been we've been through a lot of shit. But we 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 just haven't agreed on like what kind of tattoo yet, and so we have like yeah. artistic disagreements about what we want. <laughs> um, I don't want anything stupid. Just make each other little. Friendship bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, it might have to come to that, so I, I really don't know at this point. I think we've bored these people with our side stories enough, right? It's true. <laughs> uh, we, we got a lot of war stories, but um, we'll, we'll save that for the next, the next podcast, I suppose. <laughs> well, next podcast, hopefully Danny's back and we can hear uh, some of his war stories. All his text messages are, hey guys, sorry I haven't responded. <laughs> I'm drunk right now. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm I'm no homo. Dan, Danny's not dead yet. Danny's going to be back. Danny's going to be back. Danny's <laughs> going to be back for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah. Brian, if you want to go ahead and uh, introduce the folks to McAllen 12, the Highland Single yes. Malt Scotch Whiskey, um, that would be lovely. All right. So let me just get my screen open. How's my mouse? Okay. So... This episode, we are going to review the Macallan 12. It's uh, founded 1824 in Scotland by Alex Reed, who was a barley farmer. And like many farmers during the slow season in the winter, um, <clears throat> they would use the surplus barley and make liquor for themselves or actually sell on the market. So obviously, slow season, make a little cash on the side. The name Macallan is a combination of two Gaelic terms. Ma, meaning a uh, fertile piece of land, and Ellen, which is uh, meaning of a St. Philan, who was an Irish-born monk during the 18th century, 
who had promoted Christianity throughout Scotland. So you get Ma, Ellen, McKellen. But anyways, um, similar to Bourbon, Scotch follows their own set of laws. Uh, McAllen, again, Highlands single malt Scotch, which means it was from a single distillery made of mash or malted grain. In Scotland, they can only use barley. So compared to Bourbon, it's, it has to be at least 51% corn. The rest of the mash could be a mix of barley, rye, or whatever. Um, the mix is aged, matured in a oak cask for at least three years. Compared to bourbon, it has to be a brand new oak cask for a minimum of two years. Uh, obviously, of course, most scotches you see uh, much older than three, maybe like a eight year, 12 year, 15, 21, 30, and it goes up from there. I think yesterday I was at a liquor store. We were trying to, I think we saw a 25 year old McAllen or it could have been a Glenfiddich. And I, I'm pretty sure that was like a $1,200 bottle, which is kind of crazy. Jesus Christ. I mean, $1,200 for a bottle of scotch. I mean, you being spoiled at all going for Johnny <laughs> Blue, which Johnny Blue is actually, uh, Johnny Walker is a blended, or yeah. I think they call it a pure, pure malt. And the difference between a single, because it's one distillery, and a pure or blended malt, the blended malt can go to different distilleries. So. Mm. You know, if McCallum makes a makes the mixture and then gives it to Johnny Walker and then they they do their own thing with this, um, the mix as well. So that's that's where the difference between you see single malt and a blended malt. So it's just one place or two different companies that are, that are just kind of mixing it, the, the the liquor. Um, let's see, sorry, I kind of lost my place here. No, but like I showed you yesterday that picture of uh, Johnny Walker. The diamond collection, yeah. diamond jubilee, I believe it was, it was like two hundred k or a bottle. Oh yeah, that was crazy, what? dude. No, no, two hundred k for a bottle. I mean, that thing looked nice because it did, it did look like a. Uh, so to describe it, it you know looks like a regular bottle, but the the shape that's holding the liquor itself looked like a diamond. Yeah. So it's all clear, and then it's a brown diamond in the inside. That's that's two hundred k for that bottle. It was 200k. It was for, uh, I believe it was a charity event. So it went, it went to the money went to charity. So it was not like, oh, here here's 200k for a bottle and we're gonna fucking profit from that shit. But it's like, here's 200k for a bottle for a good cause. Um, I could be totally wrong. I did, I like so skimmed through it real quick. It, I skimmed through it real quick. So I, I don't, don't don't quote me on that shit. But um, okay, I gotta look that up because like 200k for a bottle. That seems a damn good. Scotch or whiskey, because I I think even if like Louis the Fourteenth, actually, I don't know how much bottle that goes for, but there's um, I think there's a bar locally here that'll give you like a glass of Louis the Fourteenth and it's a buck fifty. Is it buck fifty? Yeah, about one fifty a glass. That's baller. That's baller like, for sure. Just two glasses, that's three hundred. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so moving on, uh, McAllen they have their own standards where they call it the Six Pillars. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual home, which is the heart of the McAllen Estate, um, which is the Easter Elchie's house. It's 390 acres of fertile, they call it alluvian soil. I, I gotta look that up. But the Spay River, so I think Speyside and whatnot, Spay River runs the southern border of the land. Uh, they actually have a fresh spring on the property, kind of like JD in the hollow. Um, which is a cave and for Jack Daniels. But the fresh spring gushes up water through some of the oldest known rocks, ge- or sorry, some of the oldest known geological rocks. 
these rocks are known as the Precambrian rocks, which dates back to 550 million years ago. Um, they met the water from the spring they actually used with the mash at two stages, the bottling and actually with the mash itself. So, <clears throat> let's see. They use smaller stills compared to like the normal stills that other people use. Um, but these are all copper stills. Mm -hmm. So with these copper stills, the more exposure they have with the mix, um, it helps concentrate the flavors. So you figure more surface area, the better. Uh, let's see. So they use... This I gotta, I gotta look this up some more, but they're saying they only use 16% to be cast, which is like the, the top end for their final product. So it's like, all right, so... 16% of the mix. I don't really know what that means. Because then what happens to the other... What is that? 74? 84%? Right? As but, an Asian, I'm <clears> terrible <throat> at math. Yeah, I was never a math I, person. We've broken all stereotypes. <laughs> I suck at math, but I work hard. Um, <laughs> and we drive good. I'm a hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you were in Boston, so you... Uh, you learned the mass whole way. I did learn the mass whole <laughs> way. Uh, basically, zero fucks given. Lanes are a suggestion, not a rule. Um, and, and honking is a requirement as a form of communication. Oh, and, and signaling is also optional. <laughs> signaling is very optional. Uh, yeah. So the Macallan 12 that we're, we're sampling, if you actually look at the different bottles, um, okay. with Macallan, they... They use different casks. So, you know, the different casks, you get the different aromas. So the oak cask that McKellen uses, uh, they actually, they try to source the best cask possible. Um, McKellen 12 specifically, it's a Spanish oak sherry cask. For flavors, you'll actually pick up some orange, chocolate, fruit, and spices. And with the Spanish oak sherries, you'll see the 12, 18, 25, or 30 year. Other ones that they use, American Oak Sherry, it's uh, citrus or sweet citrus, light spice, a little vanilla, and a little bit of oaky. It's uh, 10, 15, 17, 21, or 30. Uh, there's also, they also use the American Oak from the bourbon barrels, and with that, it's a citrus coconut oak flavor. Um, oh. Yeah. So when I, I mean, <clears throat> actually, when I tried... Macallan. I had it before, and I haven't drank this in a while, and it's like, I've been doing a lot of different whiskeys since, since I had Macallan 12. Uh, I had to say, as soon as I tried this, it, the sweetness, like, of the, of Macallan 12 kind of hit me, like, straight away. Um, yeah, I mean, I do, looking at the, uh, the Instagram post that you're putting online, uh, I can see you trying, yeah. like, Oban and different type of J Japanese whiskeys, and, uh, uh, it's pretty crazy that, I mean, honestly, fuck you. I uh, was super jealous <laughs> that you were at Shoujo. Um, their duck fat fries are fucking bomb. But also... Um, Those were good. Those yeah. were really good. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I was super jealous. And uh, I just wanted to say that. I was jealous. Jealous. Shoujo's. <laughs> I haven't, they, they said, I didn't, I didn't try it. I kind of... Wish I had gone earlier, but supposedly Shoujo's has really good ramen there, and I know I know one of the 
I actually know the two owners because one of them went to high school with me. Mm-hmm. The other one's a big supporter of the volleyball team I play for, so Boston Hurricanes. Nice. Nine man. Yeah. Hurricanes. But, yeah, we... <laughs> we Basically, my cousin came back from Cali and we were there. We just, like, pretty much took over the bar and we had two orders of, like, duck fries on either side. Everyone's just kind of picking at it. It was good. I, I haven't tried the duck fries yet till till... Uh, that Friday and they they were really good and from there they they probably have some of the best uh, Japanese whiskey selections that I've seen in Boston I mean I'm, I'm sure there's other bars that have really good selection um, but they they have the most extensive from what I was looking at yeah like exclusively shoujo only hosts uh, Japanese whiskeys yes because when I was there um, when I was there all I saw on yeah. their fucking bar was just all Japanese whiskeys yeah, it was, it it was pretty much all Japanese whiskeys. Yeah, I think they're they're more about okay. Either you're gonna do the Japanese whiskeys or you're gonna you're gonna try one of their uh, special made like custom drinks. Yeah, and those are pretty good. I think most of the times when we go there, um, everyone's always ordering from the drink menu because it's like the special cocktails that they do. But I usually try to see what they do for like straight liquor. Yeah, same. I'm, here. Not, I'm not into, I'm not into the cocktails. I just go for their. Whatever is brown. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I mean, like, comparing to, like, a Japanese whiskey to Macallan 12, like, you, you said you could taste, like, more of the oakiness and more of the, like, the fruits in the Macallan, you said? Oh, I think... Oh, what was it about Japanese whiskeys? A lot more... I think the comparison between an American whiskey and Japanese whiskey, Japanese is very more... I think they're it's more subtle in the flavors I forgot because my my girlfriend's dad was telling me about it um but I think Japanese whiskeys they're a little they're they're sweeter than the normal like American whiskeys or any any type of whiskey yeah for me for me when I drank the Japanese whiskey it tasted like a little bit more like water honestly Um, yeah so they're a lot more subtle with their flavors whereas that's a nice euphemism what (laughs) (laughs) what? <laughs> <laughs> I said their fucking shit is more watered down, but you were like, no, they're more mm. subtle with their flavors. It's a nice euphemism you use there, but uh, to each his own. Yeah, pretty much. But then, I mean, it's also taste buds too. Like I, I've always had a sweet tooth, so you know when I had the Macallan Twelve, the first thing that hit me was uh, how how sweet the liquor was. Mm-hmm. I mean, whiskey is like, it, like you know. Obviously, it's scotch, so you, you think it's going to be sweet anyways. But that's the first thing, like, that's the first taste that hit me. It was just like, wow, that's, this is actually really sweet compared to, like, the basil I normally drink. Or, like, prior to Macallan 12, I was having hibiki, which is, yeah. you know, Japanese whiskey. Yeah. But, I mean, Macallan 12 is really good. I mean, it's, you know, sweet. I mean, there's, it wasn't uh, too much of a bite. You do, when you do smell it, it, it does smell a bit fruity. Uh, I couldn't really... Let me see. It's a sherry, so obviously it's got some wine. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. For um, for the listeners who don't know what sherry is, sherry is a fortified wine. Um, and on your bottle of Macallan, it says it's from Jerez, Spain. Um, and that's where I think most sherries are made or, or near that town. I could be totally wrong. Uh, I'm not a sherry mm-hmm. drinker. Um, I've never had sherry before in my life. Uh, I just know what sherry is from... Uh. 
Frasier? Yeah. I only think of Sherry and cooking. And that's about it. Oh, I never even thought of using I, Sherry I, as cooking. No, because you think it's, it's cooking Sherry. I've never thought of actually drinking Sherry straight. Well, I mean, maybe we will one of these days and review that. But I've never thought of actually, like, just sitting down and having a glass of sherry. Yeah, because, um, I mean, I only know sherry, again, from, like, Fraser when Fra- when Niles comes over to Fraser's house in Seattle, and he's like, oh, Niles, would you like some? That's not how he sounds at all. I'm sorry, Kelsey Grammar. I fucked that up, but... You, you have a really, really bad impersonation. <laughs> I do. I, I can't do any impersonations except for really... Uh, Kore- for I can only do Korean impersonations. Oh, hello. Would you like more whiskey? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was even a bad one Terrible. too. So, uh, all right, can, can you not stop scaring our listeners? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, for all my Korean listeners, I'm sorry I fucked that up. But again, um, sherry is a fortified wine um, from Spain, I believe, mm. um, or near the town in the town or near the town of Jerez, Spain. Um, and so, I believe those casks that held the sherry wine uh, actually go up out to. Uh, Ireland or to the Macallan um, vineyards or is it vineyards or distilleries um, is that distilleries. correct yeah so I mean Macallan's gonna be a distillery so. yeah, yeah sorry 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 but I'm a little drunk <laughs> it's a right vineyard now. they'd be making wine I know I know I know Dumbass. I'm a little drunk right now <laughs> so, right, so so for Danny be like Jinte shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up shut up Jinte it's like alright Danny shut all right. up anyways yeah, so if you're, if you're ever curious or you're not sure, when you look at the label, it'll say 12-year, and then below that, it'll tell you exclusively, you know, which one are you, Sherry Oak Cask or the American Oak Cask. Um, I, I couldn't pick up the chocolate. Like, I love chocolate, and I, I couldn't really pick There's up chocolate the, the chocolateiness to it. Well, you're supposed to, the aroma and taste and everything, there should be, like, a chocolate, orange, fruity spice to it. Mm. I, I just pick up the sweetness. I couldn't really pick up, well, sweetness and it, yeah, I can I can get like a sense of the fruit. Yeah. But I can, like a I chocolate, t- yeah. kind of orange. No, I didn't really get that. I can totally taste the, the fruit and and the different flavors and textures and layers of the, of the, of the scotch here, but I couldn't taste chocolate. Um, no, I couldn't either. Which is... You mean, like, thinking, like, chocolate? Not really. But I like, I like that there's not much of a burn to it. Yeah. I think any, any initial whiskey that you have, there's, there's going to be a kick straight away. But then after your second, third, it's, it's really smooth. Oh, yeah. The... the should, we, should we just go ahead and just take a first sip real quick? Yeah, go for it. I've been, I've been sipping this whole time. I've so. been sipping, too, but I'm mean, just, just <laughs> saying... Um, oh, well, fuck it. We, we are drinking this neat right now. Um, I mm. think for future podcasts, we should just go ahead and just drink everything neat, just to preserve the purity of of what it Level is. Level set. Yeah, everything's neat. But I mean, some people say mm-hmm. um, you're supposed to have at least I think it's like one cube of ice, not like a big cube. Like you go to a bar, where like they have those like little small cubes. Yeah. And something about the water. And a cube of ice is supposed to open up more flavors to it, so we should. I, I don't have ice that small, but <laughs> well, actually, no, maybe I do. But I, we should try that one day. Like maybe the next one. I don't even know what we review next. next I, week, but I don't know either. 
you know, two glasses, one neat, one with a, like a small piece of ice and then compare the flavors and everything. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I have whiskey I mean, stones ready ready to be used, but I just feel like Macallan 12 is such you know, an iconic, like, drink that you can't... I feel like if I were to put ice in this, it would take away from the purity of the drink. No, but see, that's, that's the thing, because if you put the, the cube of ice, it's supposed to open up the flavors. You know, it's almost like... Think of, um... You know what decanter is? Yeah, I know what decanter is. Yeah, so when you when you pour like wine into the decanter, red wine, it's supposed to air it out and right. it open up opens up the flavors to it. So the same concept. So you do like a small cube of ice and a scotch for Macallan. Ah. And you're supposed to pick up all these flavors. It's supposed to I mean, yeah, I guess like initially you're thinking, well, I'm kinda of wasting the scotch because I'm watering it down. But you know, if you truly appreciate the different flavors and the textures to it, then actually, it would actually, uh, I, I can't think of the word. I've been drinking all day, sorry. But it's supposed to, you know, it'll promote the, the, what they're trying to do for the taste and, and what you're supposed to, to get from the scotch. Yeah. And really so, appreciate the flavors. So I, I think my issue is, is I was kind of traumatized. So... Uh, when I graduated college, what do you mean traumatized? I was traumatized. So when I graduated college, right, um, it was a, it was a big event. Uh, my mom was crying. <laughs> my pops was there. My grandma and grandpa were there. My aunt was there. It was a beautiful moment, right? We get back home Wait, to the was house. Was she crying because she was proud of you, or that you actually graduated? Uh, <laughs> definitely that I graduated. <laughs> but were, were you a problem child? I was a problem <laughs> child. But uh, I get home and my dad. Uh, my dad's a big Scotch drinker, um, and he busts out mm. Johnny Walker Blue Label King George V Edition, um, and that ranges what? anywhere between five to six hundred dollars a bottle, right? And so he Damn. he starts he brings out two glasses. And I'm thinking like, fuck yeah, I'm drinking this tonight. You know, I've had a Johnny Walker Blue Label, but I've never had Johnny Walker Blue King George V Edition. So my dad puts like one or two blocks of cubes in his in his drink and uh, of course he the night before he um had boiled the water and then with a with the boiled water he put it oh. in the ice tray so that there's no um so it's purified yeah it's, it's purified yeah um so he puts like one or two cubes of ice i forget into his drink and he pours himself a healthy glass and then he looks at me and he says son you gotta earn your shit and he pours a whole shit ton of fucking ice into my cup and pours maybe like not even a finger of whiskey into my <laughs> drink. And I'm just looking at my pops. He's like, son, I am here in life. And he like puts his hand up really high. And he says, and you are here. And he puts his hand really fucking low. And, uh, and that was the moment I was just like, fuck, life just got really hard all of a sudden. So, did, did he actually just call you a loser? <laughs> uh, I think... Man. I think for him to just to call me a loser would have been a lot easier and, and just to show me what, what life was about than to fucking pour me a little bit of, a little bit of, you know, expensive whiskey. <laughs> and, yeah, and I, I kind of, I kind of feel like that's, um, uh-huh. I haven't seen way too often because the, the store that we worked at was that the area manager says, Hey, meet me here. We're going to go drink. I'm going to get you some Johnny Blue. And he orders it. You drink it. It's fucking burning. And then he's laughing in your face super hard and he goes haha that was actually Johnny Red no it wasn't Johnny <laughs> Red it was like some fucking well of fucking whiskey 
And, oh. <laughs> and and because the fucker is Japanese, <laughs> it was the drip tray of beer. <laughs> yeah, and like it was it was terrible, and like because he was Japanese, and like I felt like because he was having such a good time with the prank, and like I knew immediately after just smelling the fucking whiskey, like who fucking pours a Johnny Walker Blue Label in a shot glass? Like that's off the bat <laughs> wrong, right? Fucking uh. wrong. So I, after just smelling it and looking at it, I'm like, dude, this is not Johnny Walker Blue. I've just been had. I've been punked. But I went along with it just because I wanted to make him feel good because he's my boss. Obviously, you don't want to, like, piss him off. But I was just like, dude, fuck you. I hate you. But my dad was trying to teach me a lesson in life. <laughs> whereas, this, whereas this asshole was just trying to fucking fuck with me. Um, but anyway, getting back to McAllen, um, I don't know. I just thought, for me, drinking something like, something, uh, something like this neat is just a requirement uh, to keep the purity of, of it alive. Because, you know, the last podcast that we talked about, um, you talked about the, the legs of the whiskey. So as I'm swirling this oh, yeah. whiskey around, I can tell uh, immediately there's a huge difference between this and Jack Daniels, right? Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking at this, and it's taking forever for the legs to, to develop and, and for that to, you know, really show. Whereas Jack Daniels, there's, within, like, the first... 30 seconds you you saw legs developing quickly yeah in the it's a lot more compared to jack daniels yeah and i mean like again uh upon initially drinking mccallan 12 like yeah there was a fucking burn but after that initial burn um you can start to discern the layers of the taste in the in the whiskey um and you start to really appreciate it um, actually, right now, what I'm doing is um, I'm drinking this with... I'm drinking this, but I'm also nibbling on, like, Irish cheddar cheese uh, that I picked up. Yeah, he the- thinks he's high class right now, so he's doing cheese and... Well, not cheese and fruit, but he's doing cheese and chocolate. I'm doing cheese <laughs> and 85% cocoa chocolate. Um, and I'm not a big fan of the chocolate, but the cheese is fucking dope. This, um, is, where Dan- this is where Danny goes in goes... What the fuck, Jintae? <laughs> I know, I know. This is where Danny would fucking call me out my shit. But honestly, this Irish cheddar cheese is fucking dope. Um, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Like, just nibbling on it. Just not not even eating, like, a whole, like, uh, chunk cheddar of it. Cheese? No, no, like, it's, I, it's, it's, it's not like it's not like fucking American cheddar cheese. This is, like, white Irish. <laughs> this is white Irish cheddar cheese. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, a different taste. And, like, you nibble on it, you know, just, just in the front of your mouth. You chew with, like, the, your first, your front teeth first, and then you, mm-hmm. like, discern um, the taste all over your mouth. And then you drink the whiskey, and, like, it's it's just, I don't know, it's good. <laughs> fuck you. I know what you're thinking. It's all over my mouth. Fuck you. Um, but it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Um, it makes, it brings up different flavors and different layers of the whiskey that you may not have noticed before. And fuck you for laughing at me. <laughs> It was a that that's what she said moment. Sorry, I know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. I know you you mouthed it to me uh, with your eyes. Uh, all right, maybe I'll try that next time. Chocolate and cheese, but um, mm-hmm. I mean it's 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 definitely good scotch. I mean for oh yeah, how much did I buy this? I think Boston here. I found I found it for like maybe forty five. Shut the bucks. fuck up. I found yeah, I found I, my box for sixty bucks. Damn. Yeah, but you're way you're you're way down in Kentucky. This is true. Me, I'm like direct route, right? 
this is true. Uh, yeah, no, there's two there's two places that I would in Boston now go to for to buy liquor. Actually three, sorry. There's Martinetti's on Soldier's Field Road, um, Hancock Village, there's Gary's Liquor, and then uh, I forgot I forgot what it's called, it's on Needham Street, right in Newton. There's um I think it's I can't think of the name. It's right next to Dunkin' Donuts. There's there's and a lot of Dunkin' Donuts from in New- Boston. Yeah, if you're from Newton, it's on Needham Street. The Dunkin' Donuts there, which any the Newton South High Schoolers, that's that's like your go-to for coffee. The liquor store there, that's that's where they actually have pretty good. They actually they I think they do like wine tasting there. Yeah. Uh, but their their prices are pretty good too. Mm. And I think out of the three, the Brookline or I don't know if that's Brookline, or Chestnut Hill, Newton, and Brighton, Martinetti's obviously it's, it's a lot bigger, so there's a huge selection for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but pricing wise, it's it's always a battle between the three. So if if you're from this area, those three, unless you know something else, maybe you can, you can send us a Facebook and just say comment and tell us, hey, you should try this place. They actually have better prices than the, the other three. But that's I always go to one of those three when I when I pick them up. So um, I think overall we should probably start wrapping up now so we can um, end the podcast. But guys, if you if you want, you can learn more about the stuff that we're talking about right now in more depth and more detail on our blog, allgoodwhiskey.com. Um, they're honestly like Danny and I will probably have our basic basic bitch reviews, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> But Dan, or sorry, not Danny, but Brian will have a more in-depth review. He he's more of the nerd um, yeah. amongst the three of us, and he's going to be the not more really. knowledgeable one of, of all of us. So um, <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're going to trust anybody's review, I would say you should trust uh, Brian's review. Um, but overall, what do you think? Is this like a thumbs up or thumbs down for you? Oh, absolutely, thumbs up. I mean, my <clears throat> so going into the like the history and about McCallum and everything. Mm-hmm. I actually have a lot more notes, so if if you read the uh, the online blog to Jack Daniels, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot more that I said there, like in the blog versus what I say online. And I mean, we got we got to keep it interesting, right? So I don't I don't want to bore the listeners. There there's more to the six pillars that I I kind of just grazed over or didn't even I actually get to, um, but definitely McCallan twelves up. Oh, uh, sorry, McCallan thumbs up. Yeah, I, along those same notes, you know, I'm definitely gonna give this one a thumbs up. Um, uh, I gave Jack Daniels a thumbs down just because it was just too flavorful, it was just too strong, it was too strong of a burn. But uh, McAllen Twelve, after you get in, after you get over the initial first taste, the, that first sip, um, there is for sure a burn, mm. um, and there is like an overwhelming, you know, flavor to the McAllen. But once you get past the first taste and like you you're okay with you're okay with it. Um, the mm-hmm. second, the third, the fourth, the second glass, the third glass, the fourth glass. It's just, you learn so much more about what McAllen is after that first initial taste. And if you stick with it, oh, yeah. like, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful scotch, honestly. Like, it's, it's one of those things where mm. I wouldn't have ordered at the bar. Um, I would have always just stuck with Johnny Walker Black. Um, that's just the one to go to. This, um, this, oh. Ugh. Okay, I... I Ugh. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, back in the day when I started moving from... When I, when I first started, it was just all vodka, right? Yeah. It's vodka tonic. Then I became, like, 
vodka and rocks and kind of did vodka neat for a little bit. <laughs> and I moved towards the browns and it's like, oh, it's a whole other flavor. It's so much better. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it go, I think it goes back to any any drink that you're going to do initially. There's always going to be a hit. It's, it, it's always going to burn. Regardless if it's super high end, you're paying like $150 a glass or $10 a glass. That that initial burn is always going to hit you. But the second the the second sip, third, fourth, then it's like it just becomes that much smoother. I mean, but then you're uh-huh. you're you're a low class, so obviously you're not going to pay for this at the bar. <laughs> I mean, like, me on the other hand, I like to think I have like a sophisticated palate and count 12. So you would yes. like to think Absolutely. I like to think I do. <laughs> but, I mean, either way, um, Macallan 12 is definitely a drink that you can definitely enjoy at the bar. Um, it's something you can definitely just oh, yeah. sip on and just relax. And, you know, if you're trying to get fucked up, I would definitely not recommend Macallan 12. Like, if you're trying, if, you're, if your game of the night is to get fucked up, stick yeah, with Jim Beam. Yeah, you're a baller. Yeah, stick with Jim Beam, stick with Jack Daniels. Like, honestly, like, appreciate this fucking whiskey for what it is. You know, like, Macallan 12... It's a beautiful whiskey. It's it's something that um, I've grown to appreciate over the it's past great. few days um, after having sipped it a few times, and it's I definitely mm-hmm. would wouldn't want to get fucked up on it. Like I like to get drunk on it and have a good time with it and have good conversations, but you know definitely not like turn up on a Tuesday shit. You know what I'm saying? Turning up a on a Tuesday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, uh, we should probably just go ahead and end the podcast here. Uh, trying it up on a Tuesday. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks guys for listening and tuning into our, our review of McCallan 12. Next week we'll be doing uh, Basil Hayden's, a nice little Kentucky bourbon. Uh, one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, if you want to check us out or learn more about us or leave us some feedback, that'd be awesome. Uh, please check us out on Instagram, All Good Dow Whiskey. Uh, go ahead and check us out on Facebook, All Good Dow Whiskey. Our blog, allgoodwhiskey.com. And lastly, if you haven't already, please, please, please subscribe to iTunes um, and go ahead and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. You know, we're still in the learning phases of what we're trying to do here. Um, and any any kind of feedback would be awesome, possible. Cool. And if you guys are drinking this weekend, please, 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 please drink responsibly. Uh, if, you know, if you need to drive, please have a DD available, uh, designated driver or, you know, Uber, Lyft, taxi, whatever you want. Um, yeah. Other than that, have a great weekend, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, this is all good. Peace out.